Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Nazir Daf Lamed Beis. We are holding on Daf Lamed Alfam Beis. We didn't quite get to the Mishnah yesterday on Lamed Alfam Beis. We are at Ve'omar Rav Chista, a few lines before the Mishnah. So we'll start from there. So today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Lander in honor of his wife and children, Anlin and Nishmas. His mother, Golda Basimcha Le'a Shalom. It's also sponsored uh, by a dear friend of mine, Zech Nishmas, my grandfather, Moshe Dov Ben David Zatzal. It's also sponsored by Avishai Newman in honor of his father's yard site, Chaim Naftali Ben Yaakov Shlomo, whose yard site was Monday. It is also sponsored by Eric Cohn, Lili Nishmas' mother, Sarah Freida Bas Avram Aryeh, whose yard site is today. We're certainly thinking of the Cohn family. Eric's mom was a very close friend of our community. And her Neshama Shav and Aliyah. It is also sponsored by Debbie and David Edelson, Lili Nishmas, their uncle, Yechiel Yoshua Ben Rabbin Yamin, David Edelson, a Polish Auschwitz survivor who served HaKadosh Baruch Hu faithfully. It is also sponsored by Michael and Karen Raskis to commemorate the yard site of Michael's mother, Shari Raskis, Shoshana Leia, Bas Harav Moshe, and Neshama Shav and Aliyah. We thank all of the sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So what we're going to discuss today is first we're going to finish up that, that last statement of Rav Chista relating to uh, different color oxen and what, uh, what qualities different color oxen have. Then we're going to uh, see the Mishnah on the bottom of Lamar Alfam Beis, which is going to be a continued discussion of uh, Hektish Betaus and a Raya in the conversation with Yisham Beisil about Hektish Betaus from Nizirus Betaus. Remember we said yesterday the whole conversation of Hektish Betaus doesn't seem to belong in Masachas Nazir. So he said, no, no, Tosas pointed out that it's a way of introducing the conversation about Nazirus Betaos because Nazirus Betaos serves as a raya in the conversation of Hagdish Betaos. Then the Gemara is going to discuss when uh, the, the, our Mishnah is going to say that if a person violates a, uh, a Nazirus, that it doesn't add any time to his Nazirus. That even though he violated the Nazirus, he doesn't have to make up for the days that he had violated the Nazirus. So the Gemara is going to try to figure out which Shita in Tanaim could, uh, be, uh, could, could be in agreement with our Mishnah. It seems like nobody, but it could be that it's everybody. And then the Gemara is going to discuss, since the Mishnah brings up the idea of Meiser Behema, that if you call the wrong animal the tenth animal, let's say you call the ninth one ten, and then you try to correct yourself, so you call the tenth one nine, and then you call the eleventh one ten, that all three have Kedusha of Meiser Behema. So the Gemara is going to say, okay, that's a mistake. What if you did it with Kavana? What if you did it on purpose? You called the ninth one uh, ten and the eleventh one ten. So does that also give it Kedusha? Or is it only if a person made a mistake? Then uh, the Mishnah on the bottom of Amad Aleph is going to have a discussion whether Poschen Benolad, like uh, you, uh, you wanted to make yourself a Nazir and you had an animal in mind to designate for the carbon, for the carbon of the Nazirs and it turns out afterwards the animal got stolen. But at the time that you were Makabal the Nazirs, the animal wasn't stolen yet. Or... Uh, uh, the, 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 the Mishnah talks about the very sad case of uh, people who were macabre Nazirus and uh, they planned on concluding their Nazirus with Karbanos. Turns out the Beis Hamikdash got destroyed. They showed up to bring the Karbanos, and there's no Beis Hamikdash anymore. So, uh, it, are we Posach Benolad? The Beis Hamikdash was still there at the time that they uh, that, that that they took their Nazirus, and and they might say, "I never would have taken the Nazirus had I known that it was never going to end. The Beis Hamikdash would be destroyed, and I can't bring Karbanos." Then the Gemara is going to have a discussion once we're talking about the Churban Abayis, whether Churban Bayis Sheni is considered Nolad, or is that considered something that really we 
ought to have been able to predict that that was something that was uh, not really nola, didn't come out of uh, thin air, and was therefore something very, uh, very predictable. And that will bring us all the way to the Mishnah. We'll see if we, uh, if we read the Mishnah today. It's going to be about people accepting the zeros if they have properly identified a person at a distance. So uh, we've, seen, uh, we've seen this Mishnah quoted already. So uh, we'll see if we get there today. So let's begin again. Lamed from Beis, right before the Mishnah, the Amar of Chista. So says the Gemara, the Amar of Chista, Uchmal Lemashke, a black ox. Its its uh, its skin is very good. It's uh, the the hide of the animal is considered to be a very high quality, much more so than other oxen. So uh, the unique quality of a black ox is in the quality of the hide of the leather. Sumka Lebisre, a white ox is particularly good for its meat. It has a very tasty and flavorful flesh, very tasty and flavorful meat. A white ox is very good for plowing. Uh, and the Tulsa points out in Lamed Gimel Lamed Beis, you'll notice that on Daf Lamed Gimel, there isn't really much Gemara on Daf Lamed Gimel, which is uh, tomorrow's Daf. You have a grand total of six lines of Gemara in Aleph and zero lines of Gemara in Lamed Beis, and the rest is Tosvos. So uh, it's not because there's so much to say on those six lines of Gemara. It's because all that Tosvos is commentary on the past several Dapim. So, uh, so we're, we're quoting Tosos in Daf Lamed Gimel, even though here we are in Daf Lamed Aleph Lamed Beis, because uh, the Tosos does a lot of catching up on uh, Daf Lamed Gimel. It must have, so someone was having a uh, bad day at the typesetter, you know, when they were putting together the, the Vilna Shas. So, uh, so, so that, that ended up uh, with a uh, Daf Yomi uh, um, problem that everybody has. So I'm solving our problem because I'm going to be in Chicago on Sunday, so I'm not going to say Shir Sunday, so I'll just say there's no daf tomorrow anyway, so I'll say Sunday's daf tomorrow. Um, but, uh, but, but anyway, so the, uh, the Tosos over there says, well, the of Camino, where Chist has to go and tell me uh, what type of ox is good for, well, who cares? This is not halacha, this isn't Torah. So he says, no, Naf Camino, the Mecca Chumemkart plays a role in halacha that if you sell someone um, uh, a shor, la'oro, you're supposed to give him a shor shachar. You sell him a shor le'besaro, you're supposed to give him a shor sumka. You sell it le'radi, you're supposed to... Su- so, uh, give him a shor So I asked the Gemara, but wait a second. But didn't Rav Chista just say before that that a black ox that's found among white oxen brings them all down and takes uh, takes away their value? So how could he say over here that a black ox has uh, better ore than, uh, than than all the other oxen, even than white oxen? So uh, I thought uh, he said before that the black ox is uh, much less in value. And the Rush points out that since the ore of the Shara Shachar is so much more uh, chashuv, you can't say that that which it's karua lecharisha, that that which it's subpar as far as plowing is concerned, is considered such a big chisaron that it like ruins the whole group because you have one black ox there. Because it compensates with something, it may be less as far as plowing is concerned, but it's more valuable as far as its ore is concerned. Sans the Gemara Ki Amri, that where Rav Chista will, can, can, can answer you that, that which I said, that a shor shachar is worse than a shor lavan, that a black ox is lower quality than a white ox, that's betura de kermanai. That's in the uh, oxen that come from the place called Carmona. that only over there uh, are they worse than the white oxen. But normally black oxen that come from all other places have a much higher quality uh, hide and, and, and leather, and therefore they are not considered to be subpar, substandard. They're not considered to be much 
cheaper and, wor- and lower quality than the white oxen. But in, in the Carmona, they are. Because in Carmona, apparently, even the black oxen, their skin, their leather wasn't uh, so great. Okay, that catches us up. Now we are at the Mishnah. So the Mishnah continues the discussion of Hagdish Betos, but first it introduces the discussion of Hagdish Betos by talking about a case that's not a Tolos at all. Misha Nader Benazir. A person is Mechabal Nazirus, and then what, what goes unsaid but is, uh, is clear over here, and Tolos points it out, is that he violates the Nazirus and he drinks wine during the Yimei, the Yimei Nazirus. Um, it has to be that he violates the Nazirus, Tolos says, because otherwise um, he would obviously, meaning that what the Mishnah is going to discuss is when does he count as Nazirus from? Which days count toward the Nazirus? Well, uh, hello, if he took a Nazirus today and he's keeping the Nazirus, he counts from today. I mean, obviously you count from the time that you took the Nazirus. So the whole discussion only makes sense if something went awry, if something went uh, not, you know, not as planned. So that's what Tulsa says. It has to be that it's considered that he violated, that we're talking about a case where he violated his Nazirus. The, uh, Mefari, the Mefarish says that the case is that he drank wine or was Metami Lemesim. So the Birch Saros says, wait, 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 wait. If he drank wine, I get it, meaning so we're discussing. He violated his Naziris by drinking wine, or let's say even if he took a haircut or something like that. But so, so the discussion could be, does he count from the beginning or not? But but Metami Lemesim, Metami Lemesim, that's so so the Naziris, Minatora, you don't need to discuss. Is there a Knas Midrabala that he has to count extra days? No, that's a Din Minatora. How could you give that? How could the Mafarish give us an example that Metami Lemesim, that the, the days that he's Metami Lemesim are going to count toward his Naziris? So uh, the the uh, the Birch's Rosh explains that the Mefarish means to say that he's metame the mace in a, in in the type of tuma that ain't a nazir megaleach Meaning there are certain types of tuma that nazir megaleach There are other types of tuma that ain't a nazir megaleach And that's uh, going like the sheet of the Rambam and the Parish of Mishnayis that if a person is metame with the type of tuma that ain't a nazir megaleach then the, that those days of tuma are olaliyamei niziruso. It happens to be in the Yad Chazaka in the fourth parak of Hilchos Nazirus. The Rambam does not say that he was Nitzma Lemesim. The Ram says that the case under discussion over here is that he drank wine. So Tazyamtav explains that the Rambam was choser from what he wrote in the in the Parish of Mishnayis, and he holds that in the end of the day, that even if you're Matami with the Tumashein and Azim that will be soser the uh, the Nazirus, that it can't count toward the days of Nazirus. So whether you can give as an example of a violation of the Nazirus that our Mishnah is referring to, whether you can give as an example to any sort of tuma that another is not megalechala is dependent on whether you hold that uh, that having such tuma will uh, will ruin your counting of nazirus. But let's get, go with the simple example: a person is not ben nazir on uh, Sunday, and then Monday he's drinking wine. Tuesday he's drinking wine. So nishal uh, chacham, and then afterwards he goes to chacham to be matir the nazirus. That you know maybe I didn't use a proper lashon of kabbalas nazirus, so he tries to get out of it and. Uh, even Beishamah he holds that you can't be shol on the zirus, but if uh, the lashon of the Kabbalah of the Nazirus was not done properly so the Nazirus is for sure not going to be chal, that's what Tulsa points out so even according to Beishamah you could have such a case where he tries to get out of it, maybe my lashon of Kabbalah's Nazirus was an invalid Kabbalah's Nazirus 
Vasaru. And the Chacham says, no, you're, there was nothing, you did it right. You were Makabal and Nazirus properly. So guess what? You're a Nazir, you're stuck. So the Lashon Vasaru is a little bit misleading, Tulsus points out. Even though the Chacham was not Mechadesh any Isertim, he only told him that, yeah, the Nazirus that you accepted, it's there, it's good. I mean, you, I'm not asking you, you asked you, meaning you, you, you were Makabal the Nazirus. But since we're about to set up a case of the Hitiro, so we use the term Vasaru, even though the, the, the Chacham is not doing anything. He's just saying there's nothing I can do for you. So then the Allah is Mona Misha'a Shenadar. The Nazir counts his Nazirus from the time that he was Mechabal the Nazirus, even though there were days in between that he wasn't observing the Nazirus properly. He doesn't have to make up for those days and to count additional days corresponding to the days that he did not observe the Nazirus properly. So the Mishnah discusses, and what if there was a Ta'us? Nishal Chacham Tiro. What if he goes to the Chacham? When the Chacham is Matir is Nazirus, he says, Oh, the Lashon that you used for the Kabbalah's Nazirus was invalid. And the Nazir had a Behemim Mufreshes, an animal, a Behemim Mufreshes, an animal that he had designated to be Makriv at the end of his Nazirus. Well, he's not a Nazir. It turns out he never was a Nazir because the Chacham found a way to be Matir the Nazirus, and therefore that animal could go out with the rest of the Chulun animals. It has no Kedusha whatsoever because he never was a Nazir. So the Hafrasha of that animal, as a carbon is considered a frasha betalus, and even according to Beshama, who holds on the Flavrim base that hegdish betalus is, uh, is 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 hegdish, and there's no she'ela by hegdish. That's only if you're makdish a shar shachar sheyata rishon and a lavan came out rishon. Then we say that he wanted hegdish bichal even on the lavan that came out rishon, but he made a mistake and he thought that the shachar was uh, was yata rishon. At least that was the way Abaye explained it. But over here, the behemoth that it was hufrash for the sake of the nazirus. And there was no Nazirus, so Mela it goes the Chulin. That's how Tosus explains over here. This is even the Shittas Beishamai that Hektish Betos is a uh, is 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 uh, that Hektish Betos works over here. It's not even. It's a, the, the, he was there was never a Nazirus. So this was meant to be a carbon for the uh, for the Nazirus. Um, the uh, the so uh, so Amru Beisilu Beishamai. So Beisilu now uses this point in that Machlokas about Hektish Betos. So Beisilu turns to Beishamai and says. Don't you realize that this is uh, just an example of Hector Stolz and Shatetzevitir And that's why the din is that it's not hektish, it's, it's a chulun animal, so shouldn't you admit to me that when you said shar shachar shiatsumibesi, that it's hektish, and then lovin came out, uh, a white ox came out, where we just had a machlokas in yesterday's talk between Beisham and Beisilol, what the Allah is, and Beishamay holds that the shar lovin is hektish. Beisilol says it's not hektish, but if, if, in that, if in this situation you Beishamay are moda, that it's not hektish, so in the case of shar shachar and yatsal lovin, you should also be moda that it's not hektish. They're both hektish Betal's cases, how come in the case of Shar Shachar Yatzalav and you said Hegdish Betal's is Hegdish, and in the case of Hufrash uh, Karbal and Nazir so, and it turns out that he's not a Nazir, you agree that Hegdish Betal's is not Hegdish. So Beishamai, so Beishamai responds to the Beisilel, no, Adaraba, we can prove from another din that our, that our uh, Shita is correct, that Hegdish Betal's is Hegdish. Don't you agree that there is an example where Hektish Betos is Chal and it is Hektish? 
I'll give you the example. In the case of Meiser Behema, the halacha is that there's a mitzvah sasem in a Torah, that one out of every ten animals that are born into your flock, each and every year, you have to make Meiser Behema. So the din is by Meisel Behema that someone Misha Ta'a person made a mistake so he's counting out the way to do the Mafresh Meisel Behema is you don't just say oh I had 100 animals born to the flock let me just grab 10 and that will be my Meisel Behema no the way you do it is you put them all into a pen you open the door to the pen just a bit and you start letting them out one by one and you count them and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then you mark the 10th one and so let's say they're coming out, you're getting a little flustered, and you miscounted, and you marked the ninth one, because you called the ninth one ten by accident. So you call and then you tried to correct yourself, but you made the mistake of then the tenth one that came out, you said, oh, I'm in nine, and you call that one nine, and then the eleventh one comes out, and you keep on counting, you just go ten again. So is that the Kedushas Maestros Chal on the Behema, that you called Asiri, even though it was the ninth, or it was the eleventh, or the ninth, on the 11th, because you called it Asiri. So you see that I'm right, says the Beishamai, that a Hegdish Betos is Hegdish. I mean, basically, you're trying to tell me that you see from the case of Nazir that Hegdish Betos is not Hegdish. I'll tell you, you see from the case of Meister Behema that Hegdish Betos is in fact Hegdish. Tosus points out that that's not the real reason for the Beishamai that the Hegdish is Chal, because the Beishamai is Docha, this reason, as we'll soon see. The real reason for Beishamai is what we saw in yesterday's daf, that they learned from Tamura that Hegdish Betos is Chal, especially even from Tur, Tchilas Hegdish Misalf Hegdish, that they derive their uh, their din from. So Amru Lahem Beisilos, so Beisilos says back to the Beishamai, Loa Shevet Kidsho, uh, by Meisim Behema, the Kedush is not Chal on the Behema, because you put a stick on it by accident and you declared it number 10, because if that was the reason that the Kedush was Chal, Ma'ilutah V'niachas Shevet Al Shemini, Al Shnei Masar, Shema Asaklum, what if you accidentally called number 8, number 10, or you called number 12, 12, number 10. Would any Kedushas Meister be chal on such a, an action? For sure not, because it's a ta'us, and when it's a ta'us, it's a zero. You know why when you call number 9, 10, or when you call number 11, number 10, it's going to be Kodesh. Ella, the reason is, because Kosov Shekidesh HaAsiri, the reason the Kedushas is going to be chal is that the same Pasuk that it says in the Torah, that's Mekadesh, the 10th animal to have Kedusha, who Kidesh HaChi'i, it is also Mekadesh, the 9th animal Animal um, and the Sachalasar and the eleventh animal. So, uh, so, so since that din is Xerusakasuv, you cannot derive from there that uh, to other cases of Hegdish Betos and, and assume that Hegdish Betos is in fact going to be uh, going to be Hegdish. So that is how Beisillel rejects the Raya of Beishamai. And that's why Tosus pointed out, Beishamai's real reason isn't from Meisr Behema, because it can't be, because Beisillel rejected the Raya from Meisr Behema. Even by Meisr Behema, we don't say Hegdish Betos is Hegdish, only in specific case of number 9 and number 11. But all other mistakes in Meisr Behema doesn't automatically become Kadosh just because it was a Hegdish Betos. So now, we said in the Mishnah, uh, back on the, uh, we, we said in the Mishnah that someone who violated, going back to the first line of the Mishnah. Someone who violates his Nazirus 
counts Misha'a Shenodar. Right? He violates in Zerus, so he's like, oh no, I better go to Chacham Bimatri. He goes to the Chacham and says, maybe my Lashem wasn't so good. Chacham says, no, you're stuck with this Nazirus. You did everything right. So you, uh, you know, you, you, except for violating, except for the Avera violating, you're stuck with this Nazirus. So we said in the Mishnah, he counts the regular days of the Nazirus. He doesn't, we don't make any Kanas. He doesn't have to count extra days for the days that he was drinking wine. So Mani Masisin, which Tana uh, is aligned with our Mishnah that if someone violates the Nazirus, he counts from the time that he took the Nedar and that there is no Kanas to make him count extra days for the days that he violated his Nazirus. Lo Rabbi it seems to conform neither with the sheet of Rabbi Yossi nor with the sheet of the Rabbanan. Detanya, because we have a Brisa, Misha, Nadar, a person who took a Nadar in his Mechabel along Nazirus, Va'avral Naziruso, and he violated the, the Nazirus at some point along the way during some of the days of the, uh, the Nazirus. The Mefarish in the Dharam and Davchav says it must, be th- it must be talking about a case that he thought it was a Nadar Batals. So he thought he was okay to violate some of these days in the Nazirus. He didn't realize that this Nazirus would in fact be binding. However, in the Chuvus Marit, he says, why would the Mefarish say that? Why not just say that he violated B'mezid? After all, we're talking about it over here, making a knas on the guy. So if he made an honest mistake, you know, less likely to want to be Kones him than a guy who violated B'mezid. So Mishnah Melech in Hilchus Nazirus, Parakdala, Ralachah Yugimel, says that this Sugiyah's Mashmah that we're talking about, even if he made a mistake, and he thought that he was Ta'a B'neziruso, because the Gemara asks from a Brisa on our Mishnah that speaks about even the case where he was Ta'a, and uh, that's why he's coming to be Shawel on the uh, the Nazirus. So that's why uh, the Mefarish has reason to assume that the case is is even if he was Ta'a. But anyway, so w- whether it was a mistake or whether he just uh, blatantly bemazed violated his Nazirus, he comes to be Matur the Nazirus or to be or to bring his Karbanos. Ain't this Kakano, we do not allow him to be Matur the Nazirus, nor do we accept his Karbanos on time. Unless he adds extra days of Isser Nazirus onto his original plan, uh, corresponding to the days that he's knowing Heter, that he had violated the Nazirus. So if a person, for example, took a Nazirus of 100 days, and he drank wine for 60 of those days, and now he wants to be matir the Nazirus or to bring his Karbanos, so we make a Knast that after the 100 days are over, uh, he needs 60 more days to observe his Nazirus, connected the 60 days that he wasn't properly observing his Nazirus. But Rabbi Yossi, Omer Rabbi Yossi disagrees, says, Dayo, Shloshim Yom. We, we do punish him. We do make a knas, but it doesn't have to be corresponding to all of the days that he violated the Nazirus. However many days he violated the, the Nazirus, even if it was 60 days, we only throw on another 30 days of, uh, of, of, of Nazirus. So if after 60 days of drinking wine, he wants to know how much more does he have left for a 100-day Nazirus, he's got the remaining 40 plus an additional 30. So he's got 70 days left for his, uh, for, for his Nazirus. That is the sheet of Rabbi Yossi. But you see, they both hold that there's a knas. They both hold that he's going to have to add something to the Nazirus. So, uh, so, so the Gemara explains the Kasha. I Rabbanon, if it were the mission is going like the sheet of the Rabbanon, now here's where we run into a little trouble. There's a Girsa issue over here. Uh, the Mefarish has one Girsa, the Rosh and Tosos have another Girsa, so we're going to stick with the Girsa of the Rosh and Tosos. I Rabbanon, Kasha Nazirus Meruba, then we have a problem with Nazirus Meruba. I Meaning, if there was a Nazirus of 100 days in Kolshkein, 
Koshkin, if it was in the Zirus of only 30 days, uh, then our Mishnah is not following the Sheet of the Rabbanan. Because the Mishnah says that the days that he was knowing Beheter count toward, I mean, the days that he was violating the Nazirus count toward the Nazirus. According to the Rabbanan, they absolutely do not. Not by Nazirus Meruba, not by Nazirus uh, Muatas. Because the Rabbanan say you got to make up for each and every missed day. And I Rabbi Yossi, and if our Mishnah is going like Rabbi Yossi, Koshin Nazirus Muatas, then we have a problem of a Shloshim Yom Nazirus that our Mishnah is not assuming the same as Rabbi Yossi. Because according to our Mishnah, if you uh, if you uh, violated some of the days in the Nazirus and then you were Shola in the Nazirus and they told you, sorry, you can't be Shola in it, so those days all count toward the Nazirus. According to Rabbi Yossi, by Nazirus Muatas, you have to recount the entire Nazirus all over again. Well, wait a second. According to Rabbi Yossi, Nazirus Meruba doesn't fit either, no? According to Rabbi Yossi, if it was in Nazirus Meruba, you may not have to count all of those days again, but you do have to count an extra 30 days. Meaning you violated 60 days of 100 days in Nazirus. Rabbi Yossi says you do have to add 30 days. Our Mishnah didn't say that either. So the Rush points out, by Nazirus Meruba, it could be that the Mishnah is going like Rabbi Yossi. Because when it says in the Mishnah, you're mono Mishah Shenadar, it means you're, you, you partially count Mishah Shenadar, that it's not so sarakol, that it doesn't ruin everything that you did, that at least you got something out of those days that you violated the Nazirus. So at least we would be able to fetch it out uh, if it was in Nazirus uh, Meruba, we'd be able to fetch it out with uh, within Rabbi Yossi. But uh, but we can't fetch it out if it's in Nazirus Muetas, because the Mishnah just says that you're fine, and Rabbi Yossi says no, you're not fine. We have to add extra days. So it says the Gemara, "I bayis tema Rabbi Yossi, vi bayis tema Rabbanan." Our Mishnah could be going like either one, either Rabbi Yossi or the Rabbanan. "I bayis tema Rabbi Yossi, kan be Nazirus Meruba." That our Mishnah is talking about in Nazirus Meruba, where it was a long Nazirus, and therefore you don't have to. You don't lose everything. You only lose a little bit. You only lose 30 days. And the rest of the days do count toward your Nazirus. And Khan bin Nazirus Muatas. Whereas the Brisa, where Abiyaz says we have to throw an extra 30 days on, was by a Nazirus Muatas, where you lose those 30 days, where it's so the entire Nazirus, when your whole Nazirus to begin with was only 30 days. And if we want, we could even say that we're going like the Rabbanan, that, who held that whether it's a long or short Nazirus, you have to make up for every day that you violated the Nazirus. If you violated 10 days in Nazirus, throw 10 more days on top. You violated 50 days, you throw 50 days on top. So, lo tema mishash nazar. How do we make that fit with our Mishnah? Our Mishnah said you just count from the time you took your commitment of Nazirus. No, no. It shouldn't say mishash nazar. Ella it doesn't mean to say that the Nazirus counts from when he actually took the Nether Nazirus. No, but it's Kim Nazar. So we're talking about he, he drank wine throughout the Nazirus and it's so served the entire Nazirus. And therefore he has to count again. Ki'ilu, right now he was Makabal the Nazirus. That's what Kim Nazar. Now, not that everything's fine. Adraba, nothing's fine. He's got to recount the whole thing as if he just was Makabal the Nazirus right now. Okay, the Mishnah then said, so he goes to the Chacham, the Chacham was Matir, and he had a behemoth that was Mufrash for the carbon. So the carbon goes to the Chulin and it's Tira Be'eder. So the Gemara says from the, uh, from the, the proves from, from, from Beishamai's reasoning in the Mishnah something about what Beishilah will hold about Tumura Betalus. Meaning Beishamai holds that Hegdish Betalus is Hegdish. Beishilah holds no, Hegdish Betalus is not Hegdish. But even Beishilah holds Tumura Betalus. Is, is Kadosh. So from what Beishamai holds about Hegdish Betalus in general, 
general, we could derive what Beis Hillel would say in the case of Tmura Betos. Because just like Beis Shabbat Hegdish Betos is Hegdish, Beis Hillel agrees that Tmura Betos is, uh, is Kadosh. So Amr Abiyam Rimid from, from studying Beis Shammai Shita, we can gain an insight into Beis Hillel's Shita. Didn't Beis Shammai say Hegdish Betos is Hegdish, the way Abaye learned Shita Beis Shammai, that even if you're Makdish Shashor Shachar, Sheyotza Rishon, and then it turns out that it was a Lavan that came out, and he said, oh, if you would have known that that was the case, you wouldn't have mentioned black, you would have uh, been fine with the white one, so the Hegdish is Chal on the white one, because even a Hegdish Betos is Chal. And nevertheless, in our Mishnah, when you were Nishal on the Zeruso, and the Chacham says that you were not Mechabel, uh, you're in the Zerus with the proper Lashon, Beishamei holds, Kivin the Gloy Milsa, the Lav Shapir Nazar, since it's clear that you were not Mechabel in the Zerus properly, and the whole Nazirus was Betos, Tetzi Betir Beider. The Behema is not Kadosh, the Behema is Chulin that you had designated for your carbon. So, uh, so Beisil Nami, and therefore, even according, therefore, we could gain an insight into the Sheet of Beisil. That Afal, Gavdami Tumura Betos, Avi Tumura, even though Beisil holds that Tumura Betos is a Tumura, that the Tumura is going to be Chal, yeah, but there's a limit. That's only when the uh, initial Hegdish is still there. But when the initial Hegdish is, is, is Nesaker, you somehow uh, unsanctify it, so because you were shoveled to a Chacham, Isaker Nami Tumura, then the Kedush Tumura goes away as well. Because what? What did Beishamai tell us? That Hegdish Betos is Hegdish. The whole story with the Sharshachar and Yatzalav, and that's Hegdish. But if you have a, 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 a Nazirus Betos that then led you to be Mafresh an animal, so the animal's not Kadosh. Because the Tos wasn't in the animal, the Tos was in the Nazirus. The animal's just an offshoot of that. So even though Mishamayot's Hegdish Betos is Hegdish, but the offshoot of an initial Hegdish Betos, that which comes out of that, is not Kadosh. So we hear also according to Vesilel that even though Tmura Betos is a valid uh, Tmura, but if the initial Hegdish goes away, if the initial Kadusha goes away from the initial animal, so then it's not going to be Kadosh. So Amr Mar, we had said in our Mishnah that the Beishamai said to the Beishilel, Don't you agree that if you call the ninth animal ten, the tenth animal ten, and the eleventh animal ten, all the animals that you call ten are actually Maishu Behema? So Gemara brings the Machlokas. Is that Dafka if you made a mistake? Or is that even if you did it by Kavana? So Itmar, Meiser, Rav Nachman, if you have Meiser Behema and you call the, tenth, the, the, the ninth animal ten, Rav Nachman, to Uso, Velo Kavanaso. It only makes it holy if you made a mistake, but not if you purposely called the ninth animal animal number ten. Amri, to Uso, the Kolshkein Kavanaso. It's true, if you made a mistake, it will have Kedusha, but if even when you make a mistake, it has Kedusha, then Kalvachomer, when you did it be kavana, it's going to have Kedusha, that uh, you knew that this was the ninth animal, and you still went and called it number 10, so it's Xerus HaKasim that anyone who calls animal number 9 number 10, not only if you made a mistake, anyone who calls it number 10 is going to be it's going to have Kedusha. When the Mishnah says, Mi Shetavakara, Tosos points out, that's to be Mechadish Tal Afilu Betaos, that even if you made a mistake, the Meiser is going to be Chal. That Tosos on Laman Gimel and Beis, of course, that, that, that even if you made a mistake, the, the, uh, the Meiser is going to be Chal. So Mele Kolshkein, that if you did Bekavana, that it's going to be Chal. So the Karanor raises the question, maybe the entire Pasuk that tells me that the ninth animal, if you call it number 10, is going to be Kadosh, is only when it's Karabekavana. How do I know that it applies 
Ketolos, meaning, yes, there is a Pasuk that's Mechadish to me, that number 9 and number 11 could be Kadosh if you call it number 10. But who, if it's more Mestaver, that that would be the case when it's Bekavana than it is when it's Ketolos, maybe the Pasuk is only telling me when it's Bekavana. So he says that you have to say that according to Rav Chista, the Iker Pasuk is Mashma, that you did a Ketolos. So mainly you could then derive from a Kalvachomer, meaning that somehow that Pasuk indicates to me that it's Tafka talking about a case of Ta'us, or that it's talking about a case of Ta'us, and Mela can make a Kalvachomer that it's also true uh, when it comes to a case of. Uh, of Kavana. Now, what exactly is the Machlokas over here? So in the Nesiva Sakodesh, he explains that uh, the Machlokas is uh, w- w- what is the Iker Kedushas Meiser Chal on? Rav Nachman holds that the Iker Kedushas Meiser is Chal Mikoach the Gzeris HaTorah. It's just that there's a din that you have to call it the tenth also. Meaning the tenth animal out of the uh, out of the pen, the Torah says that's the one that's, uh, that's Kadosh. Elamai, there's a din, you also have to be Kore Asiri. So the Torah is Mechadi that the Kriya is Mekadesh, even animal number nine, when you made a mistake, but not when you did it by Kavana. Whereas Rav Chista holds that the Iker Kedushas Meiser is really the Kriya's Piv. It's your declaration that it is Meiser that makes it Meiser. So if if that works, even Betos, so Kolshkin, it's going to work uh, when it's by Kavana, because Taos is not going to be better than Kavana. Adraba, the Iker Kedush of the Torah is that the Kedushas Meiser is Chal, the Kriya's Piv, Afilu Betos. So if it's Afilu Betos, then for sure it's going to be chal when it's uh, when it's bekavana. So that's the nukudas hamachlokas. So now Rava asks on Rav Nachman from our Mishnah. Amrle Rava the Rav Nachman lidi dafta amrit tauso v'lo kavanaso. According to you, that you say that if you call Meiser Behema by accident, you call the ninth one ten. It's going to be kadosh, but not if you did it on purpose. But it says in our Mishnah to Karmi Beisham Beisilal that Beishamai says to the Beisilal, "I atem modim she ilukar l'chi asiri l'asiri chi l'achalas or asiri sheshlasha mukdashin." That don't you agree? that if you call number 9, number 10, number 10, number 9, and number 11, number 10, that they're all three Kadosh. Ve'ishtiko Basil and Basil did not respond to Be'ishamai. They brought a raya that the behemoths that are, the, the, instead Basil brought a raya, yeah, but number 8 isn't uh, Kadosh, and number 12 wouldn't be Kadosh, but if you're right, Rav Nachman, that the Kadusha is Chal, even on number 9, only if it was a mistake, Lamer Lahon, Basil should have responded to Be'ishamai from their own Svara, that you can't learn that a Hector is Chal Betos from a Meiser that's Chal Betos, because you could have answered Mal Meiser, that don't bring me any rice from Meisr Behema because Meisr Behema is so unusual that it's only going to be Chal Betos it's not even Chal when you do it Bekavana like any other normal Agdish it's only if you do Betos so the reason that uh, and, and the reason must therefore be that there's a special Xeris HaKosov that applies for Meisr Behema and only for Meisr Behema and you can't learn out from Meisr Behema to Agdish Betos why didn't Basil respond that way to the Beishamai why does Basil instead have to say oh but number 8 and number 12 would be different they should have said even on number 9, number 11 it's an anomaly, if you did it by Kavana it wouldn't work, so that's nothing like Hegdish, that you can't derive from Hegdish so isn't that a raya against Rav Nachman from the fact that Basil did not respond that way, so I'm Rav Simi Barashi time Glamidon, no I'll tell you the reason Basil did not respond to the Beishameh in that way, because Beishameh would not have re- accepted such an answer they would have said if Meiser, which uh, if you did Bekavana, you called the ninth animal ten. It would not be Chal. The Kedusha would not be Chal. And nevertheless, 
Kaddish Betaus, it's still Kaddish Betaus. Hegdish, a Kaddish Bekavano, a Kalshkein. Hegdish, which does become Kaddish Bekavano, all the more so, should be Kaddish Betaus. That says of Simon Rashi below, that's not a Kaldachomer, because the Hegdish Bedai to Demari Tali. Hegdish is Tali on the Das of the Bailim. Pasuk says, Ve'ish Kiyakdish as Beso. Sounds like he, he's having Das, he's having Kavana, and therefore Hegdish Betaus is not going to be Chal. So it's Dafka by Meister, the Abigazerus HaKosov, that if you made a mistake and you call the ninth animal number 10, that the Kedushas Meister is going to be Chal on the ninth animal like Basilo had proven that if you accidentally call the tenth animal, which is not near the you call, you call the the eighth or the twelfth animal number ten, that it's not going to be chal. So it's not really a pircha for that kalvachaber. So therefore, we lechora uh, do ha, do in fact have a kasha on Rav Nachman. Okay, new Mishnah. So the Mishnah continues the discussion of Nazirus Betaus. And what if the Taus though was something that didn't happen yet? It was something that at the time of the Kabbalah's Nazirus, there was a, an event that had not yet happened that would have changed changed your whole Kabbalah's and Nazirus. Mishnah, the Benazir V'alaf, Chavi Yasbam, Tomitzah, a person was Makabal Nazirus, and he went to bring his animal as a carbon, and then he gets there and he finds that the animal was already stolen, and therefore he regrets the whole Nazirus, and says, I, I would have known the animal was stolen, I wouldn't have been a Nazir, if he took the Nazirus while the animal had not yet been stolen, then he's still the Nazir. But if he took the Nether Nazirus after the animal was stolen, he just wasn't aware of it yet, then ain't no Nazir. Then that's Taka Nazirus Betaus, and he's not really a Nazir. So Taus Nachum Amadi. The Mishnah goes on to tell us that Nachum Amadi was one of the Gedolei Tanaim in the time of Chorban Bayesheni, made a mistake. People came from Galus to Yerushalayim to be of their karbanos at the conclusion of their nazirus, uh, and they were makabel this nazirus before the korban abayis. Can you imagine the heartbreak? They show up, they didn't know, they didn't have uh, you know uh, forms of communication. They get there to, to Yerushalayim, and there's no beis hamikdash, and now they're going to be nazirim forever. So said, "Had you guys known that the beis hamikdash was destroyed, he yisim nozrim, would you have taken the nazirus?" low. They said, "No way." He says, "Okay, good enough. So you're not nazirim." It was an, it was a it was a, a Even though the Khurban was no lad, it was something that had not yet happened. When the Chum heard about this Maisa, Amru they said that Nachum Amadi made a terrible mistake. That culture Nazar had Shalokhar of Besa Megdash, uh Nazir. Anyone who took the Nether Nazirus before the Basim was destroyed, so uh, so then he's still a Nazir, because you can't postchin binolad, something that hadn't yet happened, you can't uh, undo the Nazirus. Umishahara Besa Megdash ain't a Nazir. But anyone who took the Nether Nazirus after the base was destroyed is in fact not a Nazir. So says the Gemara Amar Rabbah, and this Mishnah tells us that Shtafu Rabban Rabbi Lazar Sayu that the Rabbanan uh, convinced Rabbi Lazar to change his uh, to change his mind to their Shita that he changed his mind from his original Shita and ultimately was Moda that were not Poseh Benolad because Rabbi Lazar was there at the time of the Chorban and when this Maisa happened with Nachum Amadi that, that where Nachum Amadi was Pasach Benolad and the Chum said you can't do that Rabbi Lazar didn't say word. So you see that he must have changed his mind and he now agrees to the Chachamim that in poschen benolad. Ditnan, where do we find anything about Rabbi Lezer being poschech benolad? A mission in a darim. Poschen benolad. Different. Rabbi Eliezer. The Rabbi Lezer holds. You could be matir and neder based on an event that had not yet occurred at the time that the person was makabal the neder. That we are poschen benolad. The Chacham and the Chacham say, no, you cannot be poschech benolad. So the Gemara explains that even according to the Chacham, that in poschen benolad, there is a way to be matir 
matter in neder al yidei something that was no lad after the neder. V'yomarava afal gav the amar rabbanon ain poskin benolad. Even though the rabbanon say ain poskin benolad, avul poskin bitnai nolad. But you could be posach with a tnai that relates to something that had not yet happened at the time of the neder, as we'll now explain. Hechidami. What does that mean? So d'amar lahom. The case is the chum that were matir nazirim that they were makabel the nazirus before the churban beis hamigdash. They they said to them ilu asa inish varmelchon. If at the time that you took your neder, someone would come and give you an eitzah not to be makabel the nazirus the churban beis hamigdash because of a chance the beis hamigdash might be destroyed. So before before the conclusion of your nazirus, miyavan nadrisun, would you have taken that uh, that that eitzah? Uh, so even though that eitzah is taloy and something that didn't happen yet, but the question is not about churban abayis. Had you known about churban abayis, it's had you been uh, warned about the possibility, would you have then uh, responded? So I'm Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef said, if I would have been there at the time the Chum said this Nachum Amadi, I would have said to the Chumim, why do you say that the Chumim Abayis is called Nolad at all? Haksiv, the Navi tells us about it. Navi Yirmiyo. Yirmiyo is Mochiach the Rishayim that were Misyayish Menapranus, and he says that Hechal Hashem, Hechal Hashem, Hechal Hashem Eima. So Rav Yosef explains the 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 three the three peat of the term Hechal Hashem that that which it says the first two times Zemiktash Rishon and Miktash Sheni that the Rishon would say that if the Eichel Hashem would be destroyed which is Miktash Rishon then they'll build another Eichel Hashem which is Miktash Sheni and the third time Eichel Hashem is that they would say that if it gets built the, the, if it gets destroyed the second time then they'll build the Miktash Shlishi in the Yimosa Mashiach so you, 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 the, you see from the Pasuk that the, the people of that generation knew that the base of Miktash was going to be destroyed Memele it's not called Nolad because it was a predictable event so Nihidi Yadlan Diyichov Miyadlan Amosai says that's not predictable they knew that it would be destroyed they didn't know when it would be destroyed they didn't know when it would be destroyed all you have to learn is uh, Daniel so uh, the, the Gzeru was that 70 Shemitos between so they knew exactly when it was going to be destroyed it's not no but still they, they knew what year they didn't know what day so it was going to be the beginning of the year the end of the year so the Churban Beis Hamikdash is considered nolad that you cannot be poseach be nolad because they would not have uh, refrained from taking the the, the neder nazirus even if uh, they knew about the Churban because uh, it, it could be that the Churban would not have happened within their period of nazirus. Okay, from tomorrow we will pick up at the Mishnah on Laman Beis and Beis. Everyone have a great Shabbos.